Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. 44. Another edition of Sports for You. We're back in the normal time slot today, folks. Y'all missed us on last Tuesday. Thank y'all for joining us on last Thursday. We're back here at our normal Tuesday time spot. I'm John. That's Mark. Yo, what up? That's Nick Freeze. What it do? And the man working aboard, the power father himself, the great Ben Reddy. Paying homage to a legend, Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. Rest in peace. As you listen to our show on Thursday, that was when the news was circulating that the great DMX had, had made his transition to the other side. And now, and it was confirmed by his friend me Friday morning. Obviously, people wonder why we, we talk about X on a, on a sports show, but he's he he was a legend. He would transcend. His music was obviously I helped get a lot of games pumped up. A lot of, a lot of arenas. Yeah. We're playing DMX. Shout yeah. out to. By the way, shout out to the Dodgers. Shout out to DJ Severe. They was playing. They had played Dodgers all. Played DMX all weekend during the Dodgers series against the Nationals. So, shout out to <laughs> DJ Severe for doing that. And thank y'all for joining us. Watching on Facebook. Watching on, on, on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the Sports For You podcast. Subscribe on Facebook, on YouTube at Tiny House Media. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Sports For You Podcast. Download wherever you listen to your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Verbal. A lot to get into tonight. Um, we're going to start on a serious note. You know, we do. We try to, you know, get the serious stuff out the way before we get to the fun stuff. And that's um, obviously what's been going on in the in the great state of Minnesota, which is just a flat out tragedy. Um, if you haven't heard, if you haven't been watching the news, Dante Wright, twenty year old brother from from Minnesota, was killed by a police officer on Sunday. And the story is the officer claimed she didn't know that she was she mistaken her pistol for a taser. Which I think is a bunch of crap because I don't know any person who don't know me? don't know the difference between a pistol or a taser. One stuns, one shoots. 
Come on, dude. Pause. Most definitely. Yes. Most definitely. And seeing the fact that she had her pistol out 15 seconds before she said she was going to tase. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. And this is just a sad story. And obviously, it did have a, a impact on the sports world. All the... Um, all the teams in Minnesota, the Timberwolves, the Twins, the Wild, they all canceled their games on yesterday. They resumed today. I know the Twins are doing a doubleheader tomorrow. Um, it was kind of also sad because this was today. was scheduled. The, tw- the Timberwolves were scheduled to, uh, to pay memory to the mother of Crosby Towns, who we know we lost a year ago today. A matter of fact, Mm-mm-mm. from COVID. So, Carl Anthony Towns did not play to this game. So, saying good love to the Towns family. But um, this is just a sad story. And it's like we're in, we're in a, within a year of what happened with George Floyd. And this still happens while the Derek Shaven trial is going on, which is just mind-boggling to me. But it's the world we live in, in these days. And I just pray that things get better and that – and that thing, and and those in Minnesota, play, stay safe. Try your best to stay safe and continue just getting the message out. And you know, everybody gets mad at the whole Black Lives Matter thing, but let's be real: until all black, until Black Lives Matter, no lives really matter. So we can say that all lives matter, crap. But until all lives really matter, they don't. And that's the bottom line. Mm. Facts. I, give, I give you guys the floor. On what's been transpiring in our country in the last seventy-two hours, uh, another unfortunate uh, situation with cops and uh, black people. But I mean, we know it's a uh, rinse, wash, repeat story. They kill, uh, we protest. Um, they give a settlement to the family. Next black person murdered. Hush money, pretty much. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm getting to the point now. You know, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting tired of seeing all this. You know, so it seems like it's something every, either every month, every other month, or at certain times, seem like every other day. So, um, you know, it's unfortunate, but you know, I I call BS on the whole. You thought this was a taser thing, like, all right, you you can come with a better excuse than that. But, uh, uh, yeah, I have a thought on that, but I'm gonna say that for uh, no rules tomorrow. Yeah, tune in to that tomorrow. This time, time tomorrow, six o'clock. Facebook, YouTube. For no rules with my brother Mark, ill will. The power father being ready. Six o'clock Facebook, the no rules Facebook, and on YouTube on Townhouse Media. But yeah, because that right right there is that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Makes no freaking sense. And you know, uh shout out to the people in uh, Minnesota. You know, unfortunately, y'all you know, you guys have to go through um all this that's been going on over the past two years and um up over there, so you know, outside, you know, everybody in the United States that has to deal with this, you guys have to deal with it more because this is everyday life for you guys. So it's like in your backyard. Yeah. So most definitely, um, people in Minnesota keep, uh, you know, be safe, tap in with your loved ones, and that's for everybody because you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. And then another story we we talked about this last week, and obviously it, the story got worse. And obviously, um, if you didn't hear, we apologize for it. The story with Philip Adams, the former NFL safety, trash, who killed five innocent people in South Carolina, 
And now it was confirmed Sunday that the sixth person who was shot passed on Sunday. Mm. Just and then he took and then obviously he couldn't handle he couldn't live with himself, so he had to just take the take the cowardly way, way out and kill himself. I feel for his father. I feel for his parents because yeah. they don't know what what would make their child do that. But it's just it's sad. It seems like everything. It seems like we're trying to get out of this cycle of you know, of you know, with with gun, with the whole gun violence and violence towards us. But it just seems to keep going and going and going and going. Yeah, uh, I remember my um, my grandmother used to always say. She said she never understood why these people. You know, when they want to when they want to kill themselves, they want to take a whole bunch of people with them. You know, if you want to take yourself out, take yourself out by yourself. Amen. You know, I don't condone it in general. Don't get me wrong, but right, it's just it doesn't make any sense for you to um, if you're gonna get yourself up out of here and you want to take you on like oh I'm gonna take everybody in here with right, me. right, right, like right. like come on man, this that's ridiculous. You gotta you gotta take these people <coughs> down with you. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I agree with that's that. That's innocent lives. That's that's just horrible. It's sad. It's disgusting, and it's just mental health is serious. Yeah. We don't know what people's going through mentally. And we will never know what caused this brother to do that, but prayers to that family. Yeah. Another story we talked about, and that's the ladies with Deshaun Watson. Oh and, man! And now it seems like the the smear campaigns continuing. So when we were on the air last week, um, that was when one of the first the first two plaintiffs came public. One named young lady Ashley Solis, another one named Laura Baxter. She spoke via letter through the attorneys. Now. Rusty Harden said they went and said, you know, these ladies need to put their names out there so people can, you know, can know who they are. And Friday, a judge in Houston told that one of the plaintiffs has to refile her her case and her name has to be identified. Step two now. They're. Rusty Harden is trying to get thirteen other thirteen of the other of the other twenty two plaintiffs to have to identify themselves. We said this last week. We said this two weeks ago. B, this is not going to get better. It's going to get ugly before it gets better. Yeah, it's, it's getting worse. Yeah, it's it's going to get worse. And I was go ahead, B. That's the thing. No one really knows. Some say this was within the last month. Some say within the last year. And how many? Right now, the count is at twenty-two. Twenty-two in the last month, or no, within like, the, within the last like, year. Like for example, like the, like one of them probably happened like a month ago, something like that. Right. So like every everything is probably within like a two-year span, from what I've heard. Yeah, he get a lot of massages. And then you had the eight. <laughs> you bring that up because then you had that because then you had the eight. Wow, we should be serious. Sorry, cool. Okay, yeah, this is serious, but obviously Robert Kraft, but Robert Kraft getting come on, but uh, Robert Kraft getting come on. Robert Kraft. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop, stop. See you guys next week, everybody. Everybody have a good Yo, one. Fam, John is on calling out names. Stop. <laughs> y'all brought up y'all brought up Robert Kraft, but I'm gonna leave that alone. But um, on a serious note, bros, it's like it's gonna be a smear campaign. I said it then, I'm saying it now. I mean, now the next move's gonna be on Tony Busby. 
to see what he gonna do. Because mm. this is just not gonna, this ain't gonna get better. And now OTAs are coming. And I said it last week. Now, obviously, we've been having the debate why isn't Deshaun Watson on the exempt list? Well, simple. NFL don't care. That and the, the union's gonna fight because, and I know they don't like to fight for certain cases, but it's their job, unfortunately. Until he's arrested or there's a criminal complaint, they're gonna let this. They're gonna keep letting this go. This is this is what you call uh, um, this. This is horrible because, in all actuality, he should be on the exempt list. The exempt list, you can still get paid, right? So it's not like he's really losing out on anything. He can still do his regular workouts, but on being on the exempt list to give him a chance, you know. You know, fade to the darkness for a little bit as far as like, you know, the football aspect, everything, because he has he has a whole lot more um things to worry about than what's going on who he's gonna be playing um on Sunday. And put it like this. He's it's basically the example is for those who don't know, is basically administrative leave. Pretty much. Hey, you, know, you know how like when police shoot black people? Yeah. Bomb. Oh, that's a good one, Mark. They get desk work. And that's exactly what and those don't know people. Who, about wow. Show over. Damn, come on, man! Damn, we just damn, five minutes in. Five minutes in, we already got two strikes. Pause. Are you kidding me? But, but on a serious note, with this, for those who don't know what the exempt list is, it's a list that Roger Goodell made in the wake of the Ray Rice situation, where a player does something illegal and they get and there's some charges involved. They can be they cannot be with the team, but they can still receive a paycheck. Um, I have a question. Yes, sir. Did Ezekiel Elliott go on the um, exempt list? Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Did he ever go on his Let me think. No. What happened? Because you know why? Every time he got suspended, he would go to, he would contest it in court. So when he, when, when Zeke's situation was, he had got suspended six games for personal conduct, and then he went to a to a court in Texas. Because mm-hmm. I remember this was one when Will Kane was on, you know, was making his rounds on first take, and uh-huh. he knows the the Texas law system. So, <clears throat> pretty yeah, much. Now he works for Fox News. Fox News. But um, um, so anytime they the the court would appeal it, mm-hmm. that allowed Zeke to play. That's why you notice he didn't really throw in the towel until week to that final quarter of the season. Yeah, where he basically missed the five, six out of the last seven games. Mm. So they didn't put him on, on the on the. No, he was, ne- he was never he was never he was never on the exemplars. Got it. <clears throat> never, never, never. Well, um, I don't know. You know, uh, all all crimes are uh, crime is crime, but 
you know, there are certain crimes that are a little bit worse than others. And, you know, if if everything I'll leave I'll leave it like this. If they end up finding out that Deshaun Watson even did like one, just one just, just one of these offenses. Right. It's gonna look bad if they didn't put him on an example list. It's oh, gonna look very, very bad. Oh, 100 percent But it's gonna look terrible. And the NFL will take another ten steps back. Yep. Because y'all been saying y'all care about women's rights, y'all care about equality, y'all care about social social justice and all this. And if this happens again, if this happens again, it's just gonna be another they don't matter. They'll make another billion dollars. They don't care. Well, yeah, because they know they, they know they're gonna make ten billion this year. Well, that's exactly because because obviously they just signed this big TV deal now with Fox, ESPN, CBS, NBC. Now Amazon's a huge part of this situation now. Amazon pays too. Yeah. yeah. So they're gonna keep. This is not going anywhere. But it is what it is right now. All we can hope is. Sorry, John. It's good. It's good. Excuse. Um, we can just hope that they. With the women who are now working in the NFL office for these issues, that their voices don't get ignored. Mm. That's I, all we and that's all we can hope for. Look, if I'm any of any of those women who um who's a part of this process with the NFL, and at no point they um <clears throat> they don't put him on the exemplars, and he actually gets a chance to go to OTAs, which he probably is, which is starting and, next week, and if he gets a chance to even go play preseason games or even play any game. Throughout this process, and then they end up saying that he, you know, he gets convicted. Of everything I would just quit. There's no point because obviously they don't care. Mm. I'll, I'll get up out of there. There's no point in you staying up over there. What, what, what were you over there for in the first place? At for that point, just, yeah, exactly, just for show. So at that point, get up out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I would, I would leave right now in general, just off the way they handle the uh, situation. I hundred percent agree with you, bro. Another story we will talk about is with Kyrie Irving. We talked about this pregame, so. Uh, we're gonna save, I'm going to save the Nets criticism for later. But Kyrie Irving is in the news again because what else is new? the news happened over the weekend. The Brooklyn Nets lost by 25 to the Los Angeles Lakers. Without LeBron James, without Anthony Davis, without Kyle Kuzma, without Mark Gasol, without Wesley Matthews. Are you kidding me? And Dennis Schroeder got ejected in the third quarter because him and Kyrie was, was, was barking. And this is where the story begins. That's a soft ejection. It, it really, really was. It really was. It really was. That was trash. But that, and that's a whole other conversation with these refs. So Kyrie, the, someone somehow was able to pick up what Dennis Schroeder said, to, what, caught what Dennis Schroeder said on camera. Mm-hmm. And he said, God damn N-word. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie flipped out, was like, don't call me that. Now, I'm going to say this. And then he ended up getting ejected. He didn't try to go at the refs. Here's my thing with Kyrie. I can respect you don't want to be called that. As a black man, good for you. But let me be perfectly clear. Don't use that as an excuse because you lost your cool, dude. You go on this tweet. As a matter of fact, I'm a, let me find a tweet that he tweeted out Sunday when this happened. I call BS on that anyways. I refuse. Look, we, we, we all black around here. We know how many times that word gets passed around during a regular conversation. I, I refuse to believe that he reacts to every single person. That 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 says that thing. <clears throat> in, in Kyrie defense, they said because he just converted, he's he's more uh, uh, in his feelings about that. And until he makes that I'm public, and then he don't have to make his religious preferences, preferences public. If it's like his third religion in like two years. But see, this is what the tweet said: the N word is a derogatory racial slur. It will never be a term of endearment, 
reclaim, flipped. Never forget it's foul. That's his tweet, bro. It, it never get it's foul in true history. Throw that N word out the window right alongside all the other racist words used to describe my people. We are not slaves or ends. And I respect you don't want to be called N word. I said that. But that will make no excuse for you to get ejected when you were the best player on the floor Saturday night and y'all lost to a team that didn't have six of their six out of fifteen players. Mm. And I said to them, Brooklyn will score 150 points. But they're going to give up 150 points. And they gave up 125 points to a Lakers team without LeBron James me? and Anthony Davis and Kyle Kuzma. Are you Kuzma. kidding me? They let, Anthony, they let Andre Drummond just punk LaMarcus Aldridge. What else is new? They didn't let him. Yeah. Well, yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge let him, basically. <laughs> <laughs> right. LaMarcus Aldridge let him. So that's that. You know what that game showed me? What's that? That James Harden is most definitely the most crucial player for their team. Mm, good point. That most definitely showed me that. James Harden is going to be the one. That's like, don't get me wrong. As good as I'm not taking anything away from Kevin. We all know what Kevin Durant does, but as far as what what he what he can do for that team, as far as being the scorer and the facilitator, something that Kyrie cannot do, that's something different. That makes the team just a little bit more different. So let me get you guys thoughts, and B, you can chime in too. Mark, the tweet I read about what Kyrie said about the N word. Um, do you think? And if this was the reason why he got ejected, your thoughts? Uh, I'm not ever the one to tell nobody else how they should feel or how they should react right. to something. Right. Um, if you feel that certain way, you feel that strong, strongly about it, then by all means, you have that right to feel that way. But however, um, Dennis Schroeder didn't know you felt that way. <clears throat> if you if you felt that way and he said it to you, at that point, you could just put him to the side like, hey, you know, I'm I'm not with that. Right. You, know, you use a different term towards me. I appreciate that. Whatever it is, however you got to say it. Um. But again, I'm I'm not here to tell nobody how they should feel. I think it was I think it was dumb. I think the ejection was dumb. I think the whole, everything about that situation was was <laughs> was dumb. But if Kyrie felt that way, Kyrie felt that way. Uh, as far as the N word being used, um, again, if you feel that way, I do feel like uh, I, and I, I heard this or read this that depending on the time you was born, that N word means differently for people. Right. It does. Like like people who was born in the eighties and nineties. We didn't live through the Jim Crow era. We didn't live through none of that stuff. So now we grew up with it as being a cool word. Mm-hmm. So when when the people born at that time don't see it as like a negative thing. Exactly. But, but the older people, people who's older than that, sees it as like, you know, we heard it the, in the original statement, in the original form, so we don't like it. So I can understand both forms of it. Um, and, and if Kyrie don't want to be called that, I, 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 I respect that and I appreciate it. But mm-hmm. I think if somebody don't know you don't want to be called that, you have to express that to that person. You can't just press that man because, you know, he called you that and you didn't know. When yeah. It's been video that you used it before, too. Yeah, so, you know what I'm that's saying? That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> but, um, you know, I, I agree with you saying as far as, you know, I, I can't dictate how somebody uh, should feel about, um, you know, anything. Right. So, you know, if he really felt that strongly about it, like you said, you could have pulled him to the side. You know, next time it was a free throw going on yeah. or something, you could have talked to him like, hey, bro, you know, you didn't have to say it like that. And, yeah. and, and then Dennis Schroeder defense, he wasn't saying it in a way. He was, he was confused, like, because Kyrie was already tripping. He like, man, what's, like, what's going on? I think yeah. Kyrie was mad because he was getting pulsed right up. That's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. He was. This is that it was a it was a scapegoat because Dennis Schroeder was killing him. He could not stop him that whole night. Mm-hmm. He was matching a bucket for bucket, and it was getting him frustrated. Yep. It was a prime example of. I'll give you an example of that. Just like when um when Dr. J got frustrated with Larry Bird and fired on him. Oh yeah. So yep. did. Yep. So did. Just like that. 
You know, dude probably like, you, you think you're doing your thing, but every time you you get to scoring two points, he's scoring two points. Mm-hmm. You score a three, he hit a three. It's like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, what's going on? Especially yeah. when you feel as if I'm better than you. Exactly. Which he is. <laughs> he is. No, he there's, is. There's no doubt that who's the better player, but at that moment, you weren't you weren't that much better than him. At, in that in that particular in, in moment. That, in that particular game, just yeah. looking at the game, no. He, yeah. y- y'all both was playing at the same level. Exactly. Just for that game. <clears throat> just for that game. Yeah. And I think that's what it boiled down to. I think it was, that was it was that was that frustration. Because they thought they were gonna walk in there and just dog the Lakers out. Yep. Because they, they already knew they didn't have James Harden. And uh Kevin Durant was on uh, minutes restriction already. And he was not efficient. No at all. I think um I think that uh that injury is worse than what people are um than he's trying to give out. Uh, Kevin Durant? Yeah, because it's kinda like um I think he's gonna have to recover the way Kawhi did. You know, as far as you know missing the, games. This, you gonna you have to miss games and you know this is gonna have to be like that at least for like a year or two because you know, that's not an ordinary injury. And he you know he you know he's tall, so it's it's different. So that's the way that is, but you know they just thought they were gonna go up in there and just smack mm. smack up on the Lakers and going about their day, and that didn't happen like that. So um, let's go ahead and talk some NBA and let's stick with these Brooklyn Nets because Nick Freeze just made an interesting point about the Brooklyn Nets in that game. They did there was no James Harden. He's out for the next week with a strength, with a with a sore hamstring, and I can argue that point about James Harden and Kevin Durant. <clears throat> so but I'm not mad at that though. So James Harden. So now let's talk Brooklyn because. Obviously, everyone has them as the favorite. Vegas has released new odds, and they're right now the favorites. In, they're the favorites to win the title, according to our friends over in Vegas. They're two to one. The Lakers are three to one. The Clippers are seven to one. The Jazz are eight to one, and the Sixers are ten to one. And you got the Bucks at twelve to one. The Suns at eighteen to one, and then the rest are long shots from there. Th- like the Blazers from thirty to one, and everyone else beyond. Yeah, Denver. Denver's. Numbers completely dropped. Out they Jamal went all Murray. the way down to 101 because yeah. obviously I didn't hear the news today. Jamal Murray, I feel bad for that man. Tore man. an a- torn ACL last night with 54 seconds left in the game last night. Now look, that <coughs> look, they were down seven. They, they still, were down seven. They, still, they, they, still they made it. They, ra- they, were, they, they rallied back. To win. They rallied back. Yeah, there's still a chance to win. Although so. Steph hit like like 55 almost last night. I mean, but. he would have had like almost 70 if uh, Steve Kerr would have kept them in the game. But uh, yeah, like in that situation, it's a three possession game with like what fifty? It's like fifty seconds left. Yeah. A lot can happen in fifty seconds. Yeah, you know, all you got to do is make a um, make a three pointer. They miss one. You make a um, you make a layup or something. All of a sudden, it's a uh, excuse me, it's a two point game. Yeah, just that simple, just that fast. Yeah, I so, can understand why he was still in the game. Yeah, there was no reason for him to be out the game. So for all the people to be like, oh, he should he, he shouldn't been in the game. Well, that was a comeback. You know, it was just a freak injury. It was a non-contact injury. It, it happens like that sometimes. Those are the worst injuries. And the sad part was, I saw Kendrick Perkins this morning on fa- on first take, and he said he knew what it was. He just didn't say nothing because he because the same thing happened to him in 2010 sure Game did. Six against the, with the Celtics Lakers. Kobe did that same play. He said the same thing happened to him, and he knew that it, that he had a torn ACL. He just did not want to put it out there. Lucky for the Lakers, he got a torn ACL. Kobe did that. What? Kobe, we, Kobe, Kobe fell on him. Yeah. By the way, we we gonna we gonna bring up a, a good a great Kobe memory later at, at, later at the end of the Lucky show. Lucky for the Lakers here to turn this year. You ain't lying. Because when he, before he got hurt, the Lakers the, the Boston was winning that series and that game. Yeah, and Perkins was over there making Andrew Bynum um fold his clothes. Man, I'm, I'm I'm really sick. I'm really sick of people making it seem like Kendrick Perkins was the X factor and why the Celtics lost. We're not lost. saying, we're we're not saying, not saying he was the X factor. But the difference, see, the the Lakers advantage is they had three big dudes. Yeah. Boston didn't have to double team none of them. 
that caused the Lakers with problems. Mm-hmm. Rasheed Wallace, Kevin Garnett, and Kendrick Perkins, they didn't have to double-team nobody. No. And like, like Doc Rivers said, the Lakers haven't beat. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. That Lakers team never beat Boston when they was healthy. Nope. They sure didn't. In that game when Kendrick Perkins got hurt, the Lakers was down. Y'all was down with 3-2 in that series, right? Yep. Yeah. And y'all was losing in the third quarter, right? Yep. Well, then he didn't get hurt in the first half. He got hurt in the first half. He got hurt in the first half. We're not saying he's the X factor. I'm not saying he's the X factor. But, he most de- but him not being there most definitely made um, Gasol and um, and Bynum's life a whole lot easier. Yep. Well, I yep. wish I, wish I, I would have seen it in Game 7 because that was one of the worst Game 7s I ever saw in my life. I don't think it went to Game 7. Oh. Shout out to Ron Artest. Think that was Game Six. Now, anybody was worst worst Kobe game I've ever seen. But oh my, yeah, I don't think that was the worst Kobe game. Shout out to Paul Pierce. I don't think that was the worst Kobe game. Man, we're not finna disrespect my dude on Mamba Day. You know what I'm saying? Hey, oh, we're not. I, I don't think honestly, I don't think that was worst Kobe. I think that was one of Kobe's best games. Well, because he did well, everything else. On well, court. yeah. Well, I, I I see from that, but offensively, obviously. Kobe ain't never had a game where he's hitting the side of the backboard Kobe like was, that. Kobe was pressing. But anyway, oh, he come was. On, go back to go back to wait, about, wait. He hit the side of the backboard. Yeah. Wow. Wow. They, they still clown Paul George about that. Go ahead. Yeah, but Paul George not Kobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it's all Brooklyn. We're not pitting two people in the same. So way. if you're Brooklyn right now, you guys, you guys are going, <laughs> going crazy. Shout out to Uncle Kevin in the house yeah, watching. We're not, we're not doing that. We're not putting Paul, Paul George and Kobe in the same breath. So in the same um, book. I don't know why they're in the same city, honestly. Well, he's not in the same city. Well, technically, he's not. Co- Kobe was in Newport. He was in in, in Palmdale. Big difference. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Palmdale. Big difference. So, um, you get your brother, man. He was in Palmdale. Big difference. So, let's be clear. You um, get your brother, man. <laughs> is Kevin is is James Harden the most valuable player for the for the Brooklyn Nets? And you guys have opposing <laughs> views on this right now. You guys are wilding right now. My bad, <clears throat> but uh, yeah. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Kevin Durant is still the best player on the team, mm-hmm. but the thing that the thing that makes that team so unbeatable is the fact of you have a point guard, a point guard in James Harden, uh-huh. who could possibly give you close to twenty assists while scoring forty points. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that is dangerous. No matter what type of scoring Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant can have about thirty, about the same amount of points, but those twenty assists. And everything else that James Harden brings as far as, like, you know, he sets everybody up. Kyrie, mm-hmm. don't have to worry about um, handling the ball or anything. Pause. But, um, yeah, it just makes the team a whole lot more dangerous. And you said Kevin Durant. Why? Uh, I just want to ask a question. If 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 we said that – if Kevin Durant said, I'm sitting out for the rest of the season, got hurt for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. is the Nets still a favorite to win the championship? No. No. Of course not. 
I think, I, I th- and, and, but I do think that if James Harden was going for the rest of the season, Kevin Durant was still playing. I think the the odds are still higher for 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 for. for they for wouldn't looking. be they wouldn't be as high. But I think they'd be higher if if uh, Harden went out. Whether they was already high before. There you go. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not knocking because I think Harden is MVP of the season. I agree too. Um, Joel and B would have been if he would have got hurt. Yeah, but uh, oh yeah, we got to talk I, about that. Too. I just think that um. I don't know. When I see Kevin, when Kevin Durant is on the floor, their offense just it just seems it just flows crazy. I mean, that's because you got to worry about Kevin Durant. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's that simple. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, Kevin Durant scoring is enough to juggernaut a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. James Harden brings to the table. But the fact of that he can probably give you the same amount of points as um as him mm-hmm. while giving those assists, and you know he sets everybody up. That's that's let's, the dangerous part. Let's let's just say, man. Let, let's just hope. That James Harden and Kevin Durant is is a uh, is healthy because because yeah. I, I think them two yeah. alone is they don't need Kyrie is them two <laughs> them two alone hey, is, I'm is, just saying them two alone is what ain't the first person who said that I said it, I said it on the show earlier they don't need him I said this kid's turning the mind for Kendrick Nunn and picks anyway <laughs> he, um, did. he did he did um, he did he did uh, I think uh, James Harden and Kevin Durant is the two that's gonna win him a championship. It's going to be them two. Yeah, of course. And the fact that now the James Harden don't have to do everything himself in the playoffs. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be crazy. But, I mean, Kyrie Irving is, is a good addition to that, too, though. Yeah. So, speaking of cool, Kevin Durant, one of his former team – wow. Yeah. One of his no, former teammates made oh, history cool. last night, Mr. Wardell Stephen Curry. And I didn't even know this. He surpassed – well, I didn't know well, – I knew the after the game. I didn't know who this person was before the game started. But Steph Curry became the all-time leader, leading scorer in Warriors franchise history, surpassing the great Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain did it 216 games less. <laughs> so, and that brought up without a three-pointer. <laughs> and he led the league in assists one year. Yep, sure did. At center, who does that? They said he couldn't. All he could do was score. He said, "Okay, watch this." My cousin, my uncle Kevin, said Harden don't like sharing the ball in Houston. He wanted his stats and. And then he wanted to win. Well, that's 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 Houston. He ain't Houston no more. So, um, Houston got their own problems. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, like not trading for Anthony Edwards, like Mark said. Um, <laughs> man, that, yeah, <laughs> I'll be, be in a better place. <laughs> but somebody better listen to me. Uh, but on to Steph Curry. So they had this debate on first take on who had a bigger impact, Steph Curry on on the game of basketball, out of Steph Curry and Will Chamberlain. Now I think Wilt obviously is the most dom- one of the top two, three most dominant players of all time. But we talk about it all the time. You got seven footers out there shooting three. Shout out my guy, um, shout out my guy Ron from Tell the True Sports. He have see mine or saying Harden balling in Brooklyn. So the question is now, who who had a bigger impact in the game of basketball for their career, Wilt Chamberlain or Steph Curry? Obviously, Wilt, 50 points, 25 boards, led the league in assists as a center. When he came to the Lakers, he adjusted his game to be a defensive specialist and was still putting up a double-double. Yes, Hard, yeah, yeah um, Harden played. Harden, Durant, and Westbrook was in OKC together. But Steph Curry now has guys, everybody in trying to shoot threes. Got seven-foot-seven dudes out there trying to shoot threes. Mm. So the question is, who had the bigger impact on basketball? Now, we obviously say Wilt's probably the greater player. That's not even close. But who's had the bigger impact? That's not fair because of one simple thing. Um, 
a lot a lot of a lot of us alive right now or even like the people within the media didn't even see Will Chamberlain play. True that. That's true that. True that. That's not. That's not a fair comparison that's because if you talk, if you talk to people, let's say that's like sixty plus, they will tell you everything about Will Chamberlain, Oscar Robinson, my, and tell you all of them uh, you, how great they if are. If you ask my pops, he'll tell you Will Chamberlain's the best player he ever seen. You yeah. probably ask my daddy, rest in peace. You probably just said the same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. My pops told me the same thing before too. You said Will Chamberlain wasn't no joke. Yeah. So, you know, when you when you um, put that aspect in, you have to remember this as well. You know, Wilt Chamberlain had rules that was uh, made to stop him from scoring that are still in effect to this day. And that and he hasn't played since, what, the 80s? Wilt Chamberlain? Yeah, or probably seven, like late, 70s. Probably 73. Like late, like, late, yeah, late, 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 early 70s. Yeah, so, like, you know, like that's, that's ridiculous to even think about that. Those rules that were put in place, like, for prime, prime example, they used to inbound the um the ball and just throw it over the uh, backcourt and he just dunk it. You can't do that in basketball at all. You can't you can't just inbound it and then somebody dunk it. No, you can't do that no more. Now imagine if they was doing that today. You know how many more points Shaq would have had if they just threw it over the um, over the backboard. Yeah, and Shaq can go get it. Yeah, come on, man. They they they, they had so much stuff. Hey, hold on. They did so much stuff. Uh, who, who, whoever drew that play up was amazing. Yeah, a genius <laughs> back <laughs> in the day. Because <laughs> Shani said Wilt Chamberlain paved the way. Exactly, and, that, and I agree with you on that because I was about to say the same thing. Like, if you asking us what we gonna say, I think everybody here gonna say Steph because we've seen Steph and we've right. seen the the, the we've change. Seen it. Yeah, we've seen, seen the what impact. Happened. Yeah, we've seen the impact. But uh, I don't know, man. Even with me not seeing the impact, I, I I know of the impact that that Will did, and I and I seen the numbers that that creative player did. Like, I don't even think he was. Human. I'm like this, you know. The, the, I always say the question: If there's a record and you don't know who the answer is, the answer is Will. Any t- anything that involves any type of scoring, you're yes. going to see one of two names. You're going to see either Jordan's name or you're going to see uh, Wilt Chamberlain's name. And those two have the highest points per game average for their career. Yep. And to think that this dude stopped scoring for like about the last like six years. Mm-hmm. And when we say stop scoring, we mean like he wasn't, wasn't averaging, averaging 40. 40. He, was probably, <laughs> he was going down to like 25. Yeah, he was averaging 25 in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I think his last year he averaged like 17 and yeah. like 24 rebounds. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. That's some people. Like if somebody had that that no, stat right now, no, yeah. they would be like the best. They probably say he's the best center in the no, league. If, if Andre Drummond next year averaged 17 and 24, yeah. he'd get a whole lot of props. Yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And that was and that was Wilt's off year. That was his down year. Yeah, his that, last year. That, 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 that was I'm about to retire. That's that's his. How do you said like Bill Russell? That was like Bill Russell. Will Chamberlain's worst year was basically like Bill Russell's best year. People forget. I can't even. I can't even agree with that. It might have actually. It numbers, been, yeah, numbers if, wise. If you look at numbers wise, yeah, what, what that one year where I think Bill Russell averaged like 25 rebounds when? in his prime. Oh, yeah. like, I looked to my point. I say when he averaged that many points. No, he, he averaged like what 12, 13 yeah. points, and he might have like 25 rebounds. Mm-hmm. That was what Wilt was doing at in decline. That's crazy. Look, this is Wilt's last uh last year with the Lakers was 72. Yeah, that was the year they won the championship. He averaged 13 and 18 rebounds with four and a half assists. 13 and 18 is a really great year for a center now. It really is. That's what they're doing that's, now. That's dude. somebody's career. That's somebody's career year right now. And 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 he won a championship that year, right? Sure. That was did. the year. That was the year they won. That was the seventy-two team. They won thirty-three in a row. And the year before that, he averaged fifteen and nineteen. You know how many? You know how many centers would, would kill to average those numbers right now? Oh, you want to hear something crazy? For one, two, Listen. three, four, five, six, Listen. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven straight years, he averaged over twenty rebounds. 
I, I just want y'all to understand that when we say he averaged 15 points, that sounds like a bad year. That's a bad year. That's a bad year for him. And that's not even a bad year for him because he was still like uh, – right. y'all, y'all, y'all get the picture. Go Look it up, kids. That's what I was saying. Yeah, look up Will Chamberlain. When you see just the rookie numbers alone, you'll be like, this is, this is unbelievable. But y'all brought up a point also what Stephen A. Smith asked today on first take, this blasphemy question he would say. What point guard would you rather have over Steph Curry? I raised my hand quickly and said, Irvin Magic Johnson, Jason Kidd. Chris Paul. I mean. Corner with, system, corner with system you want to run, Chris Paul. I mean, come on, man. Look, I love Steph. But let's. Gary Payton. Really then. Hey, we had that discussion. Remember, we had that discussion at Will's house. Oh, man. Look, I love Steph. But I'm, I'm still taking the magic, man. I'm still taking. My, my guy's favorite player, J. Kidd, still taking CP3. Are we still take? Are we taking Isaiah Thomas over Steph Curry? Yes. Okay, that's four right there. Oscar Robinson. That's five. Gary that's six. There we go. We got Penny at point. Ooh. That'd be seven. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's not a slight at Steph. That's just so people forget how the golden age of point guards throughout the decades in the NBA. I mean, if, I mean, if you really want to be technical, if we were going to talk point guards, I can play roster. Ooh. But y'all might not know. But a lot of people might not know they about saying, they don't, they don't, they don't, Now you're going. Now you're going deep into the history books. They don't know about Rod Strickland like that. Should have went to All Star. Yeah, yeah, he was on the list. Shout, yeah, he shout, led the league in assists a couple years. Yeah, Rod Strickland was. Yeah, Rod Strickland. Best Rod so. Strickland, Portland or New York, Rod Strickland. Portland, 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 New York, Washington Wizards, Rod Strickland. All of them was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I think Portland. his prime. <laughs> but, but when you think about, when you think about, was was Portland, Portland. right? Yeah, I'm about to say when you think of Rod Strickland, it's most definitely Portland, Portland. most Portland. definitely. But I don't know because I think he led the league in assists when he was Washington. I'm about to look it up right now. <laughs> and that was at the end of his career, like because mm-hmm. he was with Washington when they were the Bullets and the Wizards. Yeah, because I, I know he was. I know it was a couple years him and Jason Kidd was going back and forth for the assist title. Rod Strickland was dope. No, he was, and and he was the best uh, under the run finisher before Kyrie, who's uh, who's his godfather. That's crazy, ain't it? Mm-hmm. That's that's insane. Oh yeah, his assist numbers. Uh, and he yeah. went to DePaul, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's on. He, is he still on Cal Party staff in Kentucky? Man, I think. Uh, uh, well, we got some comments. Who we got? Who, who we got in the comments, B? Who we got in the comments? Oh, my boy SoCal, best point guard of the 2010s is Rondo. Rondo is still a top five point guard. What? Whoa! So, are you kidding me? Of the 2010s. Of the 20... Oh, he, so, he meant the year... Tw- no, he wasn't the best point guard in 2010. Oh. Rondo has never been the best point guard in the league in his whole career. Never. There and was I, never at one point and where I, somebody said that Rondo was the best point and guard. And I, I love Rondo as a point guard. I do, too. I do, too. He, hell, I, pray off Rondo. It's real. There's no... No. So, let me He's, say... That's, what? So, Cal... You got you to gotta explain this, bro. Yeah. Because obviously... I got to hear tw- this. 2010 was, was the year... Is he a Celtics fan? No, he's a Lakers fan. What? No, he's a Lakers fan. It's my guy. He follows Showtime. He's one of, one of my one of faithful followers of Showtime Forum. So, I know this dude. He's a Lakers fan. But... Oh, man. Can we put LeBron that point guard? I mean, technically, he's top 10 in assists. And that's a, that's like a cheat code, Mark. I'm taking him over to the stuff <laughs> Yep. That's like a cheat code. <laughs> LeBron that point guard in like 2K or, or live. No, no LeBron. Remember, is, remember LeBron. Remember when LeBron when Live 04 came out, LeBron was playing point guard. I don't know if LeBron was playing NBA Live. Oh yeah, he was. He was yeah, his he rookie was. year. Uh-huh. He when he was his rookie year, he was a point guard on Live yeah. in 04. Yep. Yeah, and that was his and that was his lowest rating. Yeah, no, nah, he's a, he's um, a he's a cheat code in real life at point guard. 
Yeah, he's a cheat code in life, period, because he's a, he can be the best point guard, best small forward. Yeah. That. Yeah, but I'm 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 gonna leave that alone, man. He can be the he, way he gets. So this is what SoCal saying. He said the way he gets like everyone involved and he can take over a game without scoring. Yeah, yeah. I've been saying that for years. I've been saying that for when even when he was in Miami. I remember I told Will. I said if LeBron dedicated the season to play point guard, he's the best point guard in the league. Yeah. If he if he wants to be a shooting guard, he's let the best you, shooting let guard. Let me tell in the you league. something. Well, he proved that last year. He led the league in assists. The way he, he, gets he won league. MVP playing power forward. People forget that over there in Miami, he played power forward and won MVP. He uh, was playing center for Team USA in 2012. Uh, Kenzie's uh, the SoCal, that's my guy. SoCal said uh, the way he gets everybody involved, he can take over again. I agree with that. He, like Chris he, Paul. No, no. Uh, I'm dope. Talking about dope. No, oh, yeah, talking about, yeah, but I'm talking about like Chris, Chris Paul. Paul does. Yeah. yeah, good point. Okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I, I respect that about Rondo. I just don't think he. he I just don't think he's better than Chris Paul. So I'm, I'm like, never. I'm, I, I, you bring up Doc Rivers. Think of that 2012. Olympic team that had Bron, Kobe, KD, Russ, Chris Paul, Harden in London. And they asked Doc, and Doc was being an analyst. They asked him, what for, what's, what would be the lineup you start the second half with? He was like, LeBron and any four guys. I don't care who the other four are. As long as you got LeBron and Kobe. He was like, LeBron, he was like LeBron and any four guys. You pick them. And LeBron was playing center during the Olympics. LeBron doesn't even score during the Olympics. He averaged like twelve or something like that. Yeah, right? he doesn't. He doesn't need to. He, he Melo played, was Melo he, he was play, a score. He, he plays point guard during the Olympics. Melo was doing the scoring in the Olympics. Melo actually has the most uh, points scored in the Olymp in um, the Olympics. That was a team that had Melo, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kobe, and at the end of his career, LeBron, fresh off winning back to winning his first championship. I think Kevin Love was on there because Blake Griffin got hurt in, the, in one of the practices. Chris Paul. No, Anthony Davis was on there. Yeah, that's right. Anthony Davis was Rick. He said, look at the way – Skokow said, look at the way Rondo has changed the Clippers. Um, so, our resident Clippers fan. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Clippers needed a true point guard, so they got him. And I think I think that would have been the same way if they would have got Lowry, if they would have got Chris Paul. If they, if they would have got, got – yeah. yeah. I mean, and anybody that had been a pure point guard would have been the same effect. I'm not taking anything away from Rondo, but, um, like, if you get a pure point guard with the uh, with the uh, in the in Clippers system – I think Lonzo did the same thing. Ricky Rubio probably could have done the same thing. Yeah. He's a pure point guard. Anybody yeah. that's a pure point that's going to set the team up to score. And pure point guards are so under underrated now. They are. They're, 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 under, they're, they're unappreciated. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely um, unappreciated because people – I talked to people about Ricky Rubio. They said Ricky Rubio was whack. I'm like, y'all are crazy. No. no, he was good. What's up, what's up B? What you expect? You got, you got – you either going to be Curry or you're going to be uh, – uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for real. But but if not really because if you ask, if you ask me neither one of them is a point guard. No, they're uh, they're two guards playing um, playing the um, yeah. Playing I point. think I think they're both underrated two guards. I mean under undersized two guards. Westbrook definitely is because he he didn't play point guard until he got to the NBA. Oh, I was tax tax anonymous ring said bro like a sports encyclopedia. You gotta be specific. You talking about me? You talking about John Mark or Nick? Which or being ready? Tax what it do? Yeah, so tax, tax what it do? What up, tax? So. Let's talk about another point guard, and that's Ben Reddy's point guard, uh -oh. Mr. Luka Doncic. He's not really a point guard. <laughs> but okay, go ahead. Hey, but that's that's uh, that's what they say on the lineup card. <laughs> that's what they say on the lineup card. Yeah. But anyway, I don't think it says on the lineup card, does it? Yeah, he was. Well, he's a guard. Well, at least put guard. They have him as guard. He's he's probably more of a forward, but he's a guard. Yeah. But Luka and Mark Cuban are in the news because they're they're not fans of the playing tournament. They think is they think they, we shouldn't have a play in tournament. Well, Mark Cuban thinks that we shouldn't have a play in tournament because we're playing in a 
a, a, sh- a short season. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. And Luca doesn't think players feel motivated to play an extra game just to win, get in the playoff spot. This is what Draymond Green said yeah, after the. Line. This is what Draymond was saying after the Miami game. I don't feel motivated playing for a play, playing for a playing. I'm motivated to win championships. Then you should be in position to win. And so the question is, I mean, did the NBA make a mistake? It starting didn't make the mistake starting to play in the tournament this year. I say no. No, I don't think it's a bad idea because I look at it last year when we watched that Portland Memphis game. That was a good game. No, that was a great game. John Morant, the point guard, as Mark calls him, it went 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 toe up went 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 the toe with De- with Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum, yeah, and a it. revived Carmelo. By himself, because Jaron Jackson got hurt. They need Jaron Jackson back bad. And I don't think he's coming back this season. No, he's going to be back next year. But they need him back bad. Mm-hmm. And, again, our, our our sympathies to Jamal Murray, man. man. Playoffs are not going to be the same without this dude. But mm. quick question from, from SoCal. Is it harder to play QB for the Cowboys or point guard for the Lakers? QB for the Cowboys because Jerry Jones – because Jerry Jones is a Madeline owner. Dr. Buss was never a Madeline owner. Jeannie was never a Madeline owner. It was Jim Buss. Point blank, period. I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I'd rather be the point guard for the Lakers any think, day than be the I, Cowboys. Because I, I, I think that uh, the, the Cowboys uh, get more uh, more eyes on them. You're right. Lakers in L.A. is crazy. Yeah. But, like, I know people who's in Chicago. They're like, we don't, we don't really check for the Lakers. Like, that, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the Lakers only matter to Southern California. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but, and obviously with the Cowboys, look how long it took Dak to get the bag. Come on. Troy Aikman. I mean, but we can go, best, best, you know, yeah, that's probably, that's really what it was. That's really what it was. I mean, Troy Aikman didn't have them issues. No, you didn't. Tony Romo. Troy Aikman's overrated. Go ahead. Oh, wow. He definitely got God bless Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin. Yeah. And Jay Novacek. No, that offensive line. And the Great Wall of Dallas. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that's who, yeah, and for Michael, real. Michael Irvin and Bird. But anyway, go ahead. He's not, he not even close. So what about the Bird? Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Leave the White House out of this. Leave the White House out of this. Are you kidding me? Gentlemen. Yes, sir. The boys of summer are back. Let's talk some MLB baseball. My bad, everybody. I forgot. <laughs> so, if y'all want to know, let y'all, let y'all, you know, behind the scenes of sports for you in our in our group chat. I text. We bought this up last week that we were going to talk about our MLB teams. Everyone was going to have their merch on their hat here. Obviously, you see Nick has the Angels. I got the world champion Dodgers. Mark. Forgot his his Braves hat. John but, got the eighty one World Champion Dodgers hat. Hey man, <laughs> hey, hey for real. <laughs> Forty years since Fernando Mania. Don't be hating, man. Forty years since Fernando Mania. By the way, his number needs to be retired. Um, Stop my girl Laura. You know what I'm saying? My um, girl Laura, almost. She so said it. I want I want to send my my bad because John for sure. Yeah, uh, he most definitely. And, for you, sure, and, and, you, and you said that you had forgotten. I, I would have forgotten. And I, and I forgot you. Said, I'm gonna call it our names. That's my bad. I, I apologize. I'll bring my Braves hat next week. So let's talk about this. Y'all seen the story with the umpire Joe West? So Joe West is an umpire, B. He sued former Dodger and, and Mets catcher Paul Laduca for defamation and won. He won initially 250k. Then the judge ordered that Paul Laduca has to pay an extra 250k. So this dude, this. This umpire just won five, half a million dollars from, from Paul Maduka mm. because Paul Maduka was he works for the Action Network and he was on a podcast saying that this guy basically making lies about this umpire saying that he had it out for him he you know would get it try to get him out on purpose and this and that 
and now he has to pay five hundred thousand dollars. And this, and John Allen brought up a point because you know, we criticize umps, officials all the time. Does this start like a a, a flood of other umpires and referees who hear their hear themselves being criticized and they want to go to litigation just to get a, a quick buck? Um, I don't know if I don't know if, if that's what's going to start because I, Paul Duke was specifically talking about how he was targeting this particular person, right? Time out, time out. SoCal, <clears throat> shout oh. out to your Padres and the Yankees. What? You, man, got, so, you got two teams? Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. You, first of all, I, I understand the Yankee thing. Everyone, knows, everyone with the Yankees, I understand. No, we don't. Well, no. I don't. I'm, I'm a Dodgers fan. You're an, Angels, you're an Angels fan. You're a Braves fan. I, was, I know why you don't like the Yankees, for oh, sure. I had his trash. Yeah, but come on, the Padres, man. That second one. Do I got to play? Nope. Don't let me find that crappy Slam Diego love song, dude. You heard them, them, them white boys try to rap. Get out of it. But SoCal, you still my guy, though. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think LaDuca was uh, specifically talking about. He was specifically the, talking about Joe I think, West. I think normally, like, when, when players – I've, I've been listening. Shout out to uh, uh, my man uh, uh, Jack Stephen Jackson and, uh, and Matt Barnes. Yeah. Um, By the way, they had Chris Webber on the latest edition of All the Smoke. No, nah, they had some after that. I ain't, uh, I ain't I've been watching that one. Normally, when you hear players complaining about referees, it's the whole referees in, in general. Yeah. Right. Except that one time Chris Paul was talking about the women. But, uh, <laughs> but usually, it's, they're just talking about the referees in general. It's not like one particular referee like is targeting me. So I don't think this can go down that, that path as long as players keep that way. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Okay. He said so he's saying it probably so Cal says he's a Sunny Angle there. I can respect that. And Yankees because of Aaron Judge. Well just buy Aaron Judge jersey, man. Yeah, I'm about to say you could support a player without supporting the team. Aaron Judge, top ten jersey sale. But um Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. We're going to talk when Don't D gets back. We're gonna, we'll, Don't we'll, do anything more. Yeah. Um, but we're going to – wait for me to get back. I'm going to have the, the full news. By the way, the Lakers are only up by one right now on the Hornets. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, that's, that's not good. Um, we cannot go back. We cannot come back home on this road trip with a – I think we've already had a successful road trip. The fact that we won three games, but we can't lose to a team, a Hornets team that did not have Lamelo Ball, Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, and PJ Washington. Oh, so y'all kind of like New Jersey? I mean, y'all kind of like Brooklyn? Exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. So who's scoring on the team? <laughs> K- Caleb, Caleb, and Cody Martin, and I think Devontae Graham, probably Miles Bridges. He ain't dunked on. I haven't heard any alerts, of, no dunk alerts yet. So, hey, hey, shout out to my Clippers. We playing pretty well right now. Y'all playing the Pacers. By the way, rest in peace to to the Pacers announcer um, Bob Slick Leonard, the re- the radio announcer. He passed away today. Yeah, <clears throat> Andre Drummond got four points. That's about right. Oh, I got about fifteen rebounds, but that's about oh we won twelve. We won one twenty six to one fifteen. He got twelve rebounds. Uh, Kuzma got twenty. Yeah, he's scoring. Shout out to Paul George. 
36 points. He's dumping him. Also, oh, so back, so back, getting this. So he's had a little, little home cooking, being back in Indy. Yeah. 36 with four for seven from the three point, 13 and 24. All right. I'm going to get back when we can get back in. We'll go, I'm gonna, but let's go back to NBA right quick. This Jamal Murray injury, since we're talking about we're going over the scores. What does this mean for Denver? Now, there's a lot of people who have Jokic in the MVP conversation. Does this boost his MVP case? Or because obviously I think they're done. They're going to be one and done in the first round. I don't think they. It's a call corner they played in the first round. I think I think it boosts a. It, it might boost his MVP rating is if they keep winning. If he can, if they can maintain a four spot or go or pause go up. You know something. You know you know what this is right now. This is um this is the chance for Michael Porter Jr. to make yourself a right. lot of make yourself a lot of money. A lot of money. You Good can make point. yourself a lot of money. <clears throat> I mean, and this is it was the same thing with Braun when Anthony Davis yeah. if, when Anthony Davis got hurt. If, yeah, but if, don't if, don't throw no stupid passes like you did last night. Yeah, just, yeah, go ahead. No, keep doing that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> keep throwing no stupid passes. Yeah, who, who Michael Porter? Yeah, yeah, that was a stupid. Just pass. passing, just score. Just uh, that's, 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 that's why it was stupid. That's all he can do. That's his problem. Just just score. So fire back up the MLB MLB music, Ben Ray, because we're finna have a little talk. I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock, on the timer, and we're all going to give our team some pep talks on the clock, on, on the stopwatch, on the timer, on the clock. So I'm going to let Nick Free start because obviously no, there's no no offense, but your team didn't make was the only one out of us that didn't make the playoffs last year. And obviously y'all have the, have the biggest upside, obviously best player in the world, Mike Trout. Yep. Anthony Rendon. What you got, bro? Y'all up four. Let's go. Close, that, close this out. By the way. After here, after after search for you, head over to IG Live. We'll be on the Showtime Forum post game on IG Live. We're gonna recap that me and my guy Chris Camillo. So, so I'm 60 seconds on the card. Nick Nick Freeze, give a pep talk to Joe Madden and your Los Angeles Angels. Angels, we won um, a long time ago. I'm 2002. Pretty, I'm pretty sure y'all tired of you know being the um, the little brother to the Dodgers out here. Need the rally monkey. Yeah, ever since the rally monkey was going around. Detroit loss. Yeah, for real. So. We got the best player in baseball. You know, he made a couple of um, additions. That was, you know, they paid off pretty well so far. Second. <clears throat> yeah. Second who? Best player. Go ahead, though. It's just six seconds. Yeah, okay. I need, I need my time back. You got, 30, <laughs> you got 30 seconds. <laughs> Come on, you got 30 no, seconds, bro. But, um, what I suggest is you need to do everything in your power to make sure that you don't waste away Mike Trout's career. Are they done yeah. the first 10? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You've already wasted, like you said, 10 years already. Make sure that the last eight of his career possibly mm-hmm. is is good. We, we at least get it to the playoffs. That's all. I'm, I'm not even asking for you know uh-huh. championship. Get us to the Dude. playoffs. That's all I'm asking for. And that's the bomb. All right, Mark. You're up next. Your NFC NLCS runner-up, Atlanta Braves, NL East champs. Talk to them. Up three-one last year on the Dodgers in the, in the NLCS. And they blew a 3-1 lead. Why got bring a 3-1 lead, though? It's just something with Atlanta. It's just something with Atlanta sports. Mark, the clock starts. Talk to your Braves. Look, man, I know it was one game away, going from, going, one game away from going to the World Series, uh, and it fell through for us. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, we had a young team. We can, we can build from there. Uh, we got off to a slow start this year, but it's a long season. Uh, let our pitching, you know, catch y'all, up. Y'all got robbed on Sunday. Of course, Ooh, man. <laughs> um, uh, but man, I, man, just just stay the course, man. Stick with what y'all do. Um, everything good. We gonna be all right, man. We be, when the when the playoff time come, we gonna be back there again, man. Um, that loss last year was ugly, though. 
Yeah, that, that was that was that was nasty. But I mean, as a Braves fan, I'm used to it. I mean, Ooh. we we, we uh, in the early '90s we kept going there. We kept was being the bridesmaid, but never the bride. We won one championship. Um, but uh, it's a learning experience, man. You got to learn how to lose before you can win. So, right. uh, we 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 go take this as a, as a learning experience and, and and move forward, man. And uh, we see y'all in the NLCS again, Dodgers. Drop the bomb. Oh, <clears throat> all right. The champs is here. The Ooh. champs is here. The, the, the champs. The champs is here. Stop. The, cha- <laughs> the champs are here. Boys in blue. Mookie, Cody Seager, Cody Bellinger, Justin Turner, Max Muncy, Will Smith, the, the catcher. Whoa. Not 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 the fresh Prince of Bel Air. He might be a catcher too. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> they all catchers. <laughs> It's championship. Oh, wow. All right, come on, John. Get, you get the it's, cha- it's championship or bust, man. Pause. Because we waited 32 years to say 32 years. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, B. <laughs> Stop it, B. We waited 32 years to be champs. It is now our time to repeat. I do not want to wait another 32 years till we win another World Series. We have Mookie Betts. We got Clayton Kershaw ring. Let's get another one. But figure out who's going to be our closer, and I'm done. Mm. It's going to be Will Smith. Kenley <laughs> Jansen is going to – because Kenley Jansen might get – there's no California love right now for Kenley Jansen, no pun intended. That was crazy. What <laughs> just happened right now? <laughs> In the words of James, James Earl Jones, baseball. Um, there was some big news in college football. Yesterday. Uh-huh. Eddie George, Heisman Trophy winner, Tennessee Titan, Houston Oilers legendary running back. Hall of Famer. He's not in yet. He should be. He is now the new head coach at the at Tennessee State University. Mm. HBCU strike again. There you go. Good and job. the Lakers have won 101-93. Shout out to Coos. Charlotte. So, Eddie George now joins Deion Sanders, who's another legendary football player who's now joined the, 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 the fraternity of the HBCUs. That's great. And, That's a great pickup. And now the question is, who's going to be on the staff? There's talk maybe Jeff Fisher might be on the staff, Ray Lewis. Ooh, don't do that. They're saying Ray Lewis. Um, I heard somebody else. I forgot who else, but. Leave Jeff Fisher alone. Obviously. He probably – Probably next door neighbors or something. I don't know, Mm-mm. but um, I'm, but this is a big move again. The HBCUs are, are they're getting the legends. I'm, this is crazy. We had obviously we thought it was a big deal with Dion, but he's taking over immediately. They're in season right now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tennessee State too. Remember they got Master P son over there too. And he's that's a, right. He's going to play basketball yeah, there. And he's he's not like he's not weak. Mm. He's he's most definitely he, he got offers from big um schools. By the way, the only only player in the NBA from S. From an HBCU still currently is from Tennessee State, and that's Robert Covington. There you go. So shout out to Eddie George. That's a big move. Shout out to the HBCUs. Shout out to HBCUs. Yeah, for real. Um uh, just say this, say this, Eddie. I'm a fan. I hope you hope you win a lot of games. And tell Todd they might be losing in the versus against Escape. But um that was I was just told that for some other women. What? For those who don't know, Eddie George is married to Todd from SWV. I'm I'm gonna keep my thoughts to myself, but okay. And obviously SWV they have that versus coming up against Escape. 
Oh. And there's a lot of people picking the skate, but that's they, they going to ten songs? They might <laughs> You go more if, if it goes if it goes ten, SWV has a chance. If it goes twenty, well, if it goes the, the natural twenty, I don't know if people have. I don't know if they have more than ten songs. Who escape? Neither one of them. Well, I'm about to say yeah. Well, well they'll find out on Mother's Day right, weekend. Let's go. Okay, let's talk some NFL, gentlemen. Yeah. All right, we had a retirement yesterday, and now it seems to be the, the the biggest news. I never knew. A, a slot receiver's retirement became like headline news because he's Tom Brady's um, favorite target. Julian Edelman retired yesterday after 12 seasons in the NFL. Seemed like it was more than 12, but I don't know. Remember, he, he was the seventh round pick out of Kent State, was mm-hmm. a former high, college quarterback, quarterback yeah. mm-hmm. and made the transition to receiver. And he it was pretty good. He was pretty good. It was pretty good. But now here's the conversation where the conversation gets crazy. Is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer? No. If he goes in, it's because he played for the Patriots and he won championships. Pretty much. I'm going to give you his numbers. I'm gonna give you his numbers too. I put. I'm, matter of fact, hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me do something because I got a receiver. I got. I got like five. I got one in particular. Hold on. Uh, you, you. You go ahead. I, I got to find it. Okay. He's, these are Jimmy Edelman's numbers for his career: 623 receptions, 6,822 yards, and 36 touchdowns. Wait. Wait. Hold on. Wait. I, wait. 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 Wait, that's his career numbers? Yes. Get, get, get up out of here. I find, so so people say he's in the Hall of Fame, right? He should be in the Hall of Fame, right? There are people are making an argument. I heard so, Cal heard this morning making an argument. He'd rather have Julian Edelman's career over over Megatron's. So let me ask this. Edelman. <laughs> These things, hold Wait, on. who said that? All right. Colin Coward. The great he's, Colin. A, he's on calling all names. <laughs> listen. Stay tuned. Listen, Edelman, like he says, six, 620 catches. 6,822 yards. 6,822 yards, 36 touchdowns. Yeah. Everybody's comparing him. I mean, asking if he's going to be a Hall of Fame, right? Right. I have another receiver that got 764 receptions. Uh-huh. Uh, 9,995 yards and 49 touchdowns. And nobody ever says a lick about his name. Who? Who is it? Eric Modes. Wow. Wow. I never knew that. By the way, I, 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 I'm exempt from this conversation because if y'all going to go Julian Edelman, I'm going Rod Smith. Mm. I run Rod Smith's numbers now. He's the all-time leading receiver in Broncos history. Unless I think Demarius might have his yards now, but still, mm-hmm. ten thousand. He had over ten thousand yards. Julian Edelman only even got seven thousand. Um, if that's the case, then you might as well just go ahead and add um my boy to the uh to the mix as well. You might as well put in um you might as well put Sterling Sharp in the um in the hall, which Sterling, he should be. No, Sterling Sharp should have been in the hall should, anyway. Look, he's he's in the hall anyway. Hines Ward. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Boom. I'm gonna. I'm glad you did that. So I'm gonna give y'all five receivers I have. My, my boy, man. Eric I used Moe. to love Eric Moe. Hey, he, he had. I remember you had the jersey. Was uh, at yeah. <laughs> I used to love it. I was my at boy. Elko. I used to love Eric Moe. So let me give you five receivers and compare their numbers to Julian Edelman. Here's one receiver. Receivers. Oh. Pause. One receiver had 501 receptions, 8,685 yards, and 67 touchdowns. Who was that? The hell. That is your Raider Cliff Branch. Listen, you want look, the only reason why this is only is it's even a discussion is because of two things. One, he was Tom Brady's favorite receiver, and that he won the Super Bowl MVP, which is questionable in itself. Yeah, that defense should have won it. Thank you, Dante Hightower. That's what Dante Hightower. That's the, the point. It's yeah. the Super Bowl MVP. It's the Super Bowl MVP. That should have been Dante Hightower. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Who has any type of common sense? I have to give another receiver, and this shouldn't even be debatable. 1,070 receptions, 
14,345 yards, 82 touchdowns. Why are we even comparing him with Ju- 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 who is Who is that? That is Reggie Wayne. Oh, yeah. Reggie. Man. He's but he's not in the Hall of Fame? He's not in the Hall of Fame yet. Yo, this is insane. <laughs> I'm going to give you another receiver. 1,000 receptions, 12,083 yards, 85 touchdowns. Who was that? A guy y'all just mentioned, Heinz Ward. Heinz, I, I've been saying Heinz Ward should have been in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to give you. No, no, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Not in the Hall of Fame. I don't know how. I'm gonna give you another receiver. 410 receptions, 7,306 yards, and 57 touchdowns. That's a lot of yards with a little amount of receptions. Who is that? That Maybe. is Otis Taylor from the old Kansas City Chiefs in the <laughs> 60s and 70s. Who spent 10 years with the Chiefs from 65 to 75? He was, and, he was part of their championship team. Yes, and he was this, a singer. Did you say Otis Ready? No, Otis Taylor. Oh, Otis Thorpe. <laughs> Wrong team. <laughs> right colors, wrong team. <laughs> Stop. I'm just saying, man. There's the red and white connection. I'm sorry. Wait, hold on, man. There's the red and white connection. Chiefs, Rockets. That was when that was before the Rockets switched yeah. colors. But um, and then this one should be a no-brainer. Mm. 920 receptions, 13,382 yards, 74 touchdowns. Who's that? That is one Tory Holt. Why is Tory Holt not in the Hall of Fame? Because everybody that you just said is. Be- I can I can literally name. Like a whole bunch of people in the league right now who are better than Julian Edelman. So out of all these guys, and we haven't. And what's, hold up. What's Wes Walker's numbers? We can find that out. I'm gonna look. At, hey, look. If oh, they want to put sh- Julian Edelman the in the hall, they gotta put Wes Walker in the Hall of Fame. Shout out the Pro Football Reference. That's where I got these numbers from. I'm gonna give you Wes Walker's number. Boom. Here we go. Mm-hmm. No, what, okay, come on. I have it. Just come on. Just add it right there. Yo. So, but Wes Walker. I got you right now. Go ahead. He got uh, 903 catches, 9,924 9, yards, and 50 touchdowns. So, basically, he was 76 yards from, from a 10,000 yards. From 10,000 yards. And he, and he's more known with the uh, with the Tom Brady connection than uh, Edelman is. And, but people always hold the fact Wes Walker had a lot of key drops, which, I mean. I mean, hey, I, I, think, Tom, I think Tom Brady threw a bad pass, but people going to say that was Wes Walker's fault. Come on, SoCal said Grant Hill had the bad, has the baddest wife in sports. I say that respectfully. Saying that to me, Mark, that's the topic y'all can have for no rules. <laughs> to me, it is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, it ain't no joke. Go ahead. But her and is, is is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer? No, no. he's not. And he, I don't understand this theory where he because and this is the same thing we had that conversation we had last week about would you rather have a career Charles Barkley or Robert Ory? Now this is more now and obviously this conversation should be more about who's more of a Hall of Famer out of Julian Elman and Wes Welker. Because I the five guys I just named and even the guy Mark named. All of them better than uh, Julian Edelman. And it's not even close. <clears throat> and I can bring up Rod Smith. You can bring up guys from the Raiders who probably Exactly. Remember, I mean, come on. I mean, stop it, man. I mean, stop. stop. No, he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. He no. was a really good player though. He was a really good for their system, but he's in the Hall of Very Good. Does, does he have better numbers than Brandon Lloyd? Brandon I, Lloyd put up some numbers. I would, I don't know. You remember, hey, Brandon Lloyd wasn't I, no I, joke I, over I, there in Denver. I, I know. Trust me. He I, wasn't no joke. I know. You ain't got to tell me twice. He wasn't no joke over there. Uh, everything that any any pass that came his way was the catch radius was ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, hey Terrell Brandon was a good point guard too. I don't know why that just popped in my head. By the way, yeah. that, he was on that All Star team in '96 with, with with Jordan and Shaq and yeah. Now Terrell Brandon was nice. Yeah, he was he was nice. He was, but he used to play in the kids too. He used to play with kids. He used to play with, 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 with the Jason kids. Oh, 
He used to wear the kids. I remember he wore them in the All Star game. That All Star game in San Antonio. I was about to say. Hey, yeah. I was about to say shows. What's up? Wes Welker had one, two, three, four. He had five seasons where he had more than um a hundred receptions. Yeah, yeah. they're all with New England. Yeah, mm, right. Yeah, yeah, because he had a, his best <laughs> yeah. season with Denver. He had like eighty something catches. It was seventy three. Yeah, that was the year we went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and now it was, and he would have had more if you know if Peyton knew how to throw the ball better. But it's all good. Yeah, but that's when Peyton had a uh, noodle arm, huh? Yeah, that's when the Colts released him, and then we went and got Wes Welker. We went to the Super Bowl, but Seahawks defense is suspect. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but let's talk draft. Draft talk. Draft time. Draft time. We are almost two weeks from the draft, y'all. This is crazy. <laughs> NFL draft is going to be in Cleveland, so let's talk some NFL draft. I'm saying, if y'all still listening next year, we going to the draft. In, yeah, in Vegas. 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 Oh yeah, sports for you's coming. To, it's coming there. Coming to the draft in 2022. You want me there with my Raider jersey? I'm probably coming. Uh, I'm being there with my Bills jersey. <laughs> stop it, man. That, that might be a no rules edition on show. <laughs> no rules gonna be there too. No, I'm saying it'll be no rules edition. <laughs> it's gonna be a, yeah, the whole umbrella is gonna be there. That yeah. <laughs> so let's get to Mel, Mel Kiper has his new mock draft out from this they reached this morning. Uh huh. All right. So we all know who number one is. Well, the first three probably the same. Yes. He should. I, you should just say he don't want to play for them and go to the Raiders. Go to the uh, oh, first night. So, if those are the top three picks, we've been saying we're not starting in mock drafts at, at one. We know one, two, three right now. Trevor Lawrence to the Jags, Zach Wilson to the Jets, and Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. 49ers. To the. I'm not even a 49ers fan. I can't stand the 49ers. But I am telling y'all, do not, do not, do not draft that man. Y'all will be insane to draft him. I'm asking, I'm bringing this to the table. Is this a smoke screen? Because tomorrow Justin Fields is having his second pro day, and then Trey Lance is having his second pro day on Monday, and there talks that, and it already has been confirmed the Niners are going to be in Columbus tomorrow, and they're probably going to be in North Dakota next week. Uh, I think this is all a smoke screen because I don't think San Francisco moves up to get Mac Jones. I don't either. I'm like, you could have got him in the third round. Mac Jones, Mac Jones. I think they're going to get Kyle Pitts. By the way, you bring him up. Mel Kiper has a trade. He never puts trades in his mic hey. draft. Imagine Kyle Pitts over there with uh, with uh, Kittle. Why did somebody bring that up? Matter of fact, shout out to Kyle Brand from Good Morning Football. He brought that up. No, Debo, shout out with Debo Samuel. No, shout out to Nick. Nick brought that up. And keep he reiterated to your point this morning on Good Morning Football. I didn't watch that this morning either. That's funny. He said you basically have Kyle Pitts with with George Kittle. Hey, you basically got Kittle and Kelsey on the same team. Hey, so, that's scary. So you got so you got the best tight end in football. Then you got a rookie. That's really good. That's dope. Check and that. then you have Dion, and then you have Debo Samuel. I said, "Who say Dion? You have Debo Samuel." Yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds like um, if if Kyle Shanahan, if I was him, I would really, really consider that because at that point you can basically have like some Gronk Aaron Aaron Hernandez type that's of true. type of thing going no, that's on. That's true. That's true. You know, you got the uh, you know, the <clears throat> traditional blocking tight end. You know, that could pre- that's pretty much un- unguardable. Then you got the the same the same type of dude over there, but he's fast. Uh, that's and, that's scary. And to be honest with you, I know we we talking about 49ers getting a quarterback. When Garoppolo is healthy, San Francisco wins. Yeah, yeah. and that's why they're trying to figure out why won't they just take the best player available. Which, but no one you might be, you might be on something there, Nick. We're, we're hey, gonna, we're don't gonna, be don't be surprised. We're gonna keep monitoring this the next two weeks. Mm. My way might have some breaking news later on. We gonna talk after. So, um, Mel Kiper don't usually do mock trades, but he did this one. And we're talking about Kyle Pitts. He has the Dolphins trading up from six to four. 
with the Falcons are taking Kyle Pitts. Uh, they need more help than uh, Kyle Pitts. They should. Um, don't get me wrong; he would be a great addition, especially considering you have a quarterback who, whose arm isn't that good. Carrow. Yeah. And then uh, once again, but but they but they got what's his name over there? He's not playing bad. Uh, Gasecki. Oh, yeah, yeah, the guy from. That, that Gusecki, no, 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 his name is Mike Gasecki. I know who he is because he kills Buffalo. Yeah, he kills y'all every time. I don't, I don't understand that. We ain't got nobody can cover. And just greedy. Yeah. Um, we have the Bengals taking Panesul, mm. even though now Mark's theory about them going receiver. It's starting to get a little more traction now. It, this theory that they should draft Jamar Chase. Don't let Kyle Pitts be available. Or Kyle Pitts. You said, it, you said it last week. Mm-hmm. This theory is now picking up traction with the, with the mock draft with the mock drafts. That this could actually be something real. And, tell, Mar- and Mark said it last <laughs> week. And obviously me and Nick have been saying, go get a much protection for Joe Burrow as possible. But then I just then it, it dawned <laughs> on me, and I don't know why we even think about this, Nick. They just signed Riley Reef. Oh yeah, they sure did, huh? So from, Riley from, from Reef, Detroit. So Riley Reef is going to be the right tackle. Jonah Williams is the left tackle. And then Panesu, if they was to draft him, he had to play left guard right now. Ain't no way in hell he's going to play left guard. No, he's going to play left tackle. He's gonna, they're going to move. They're going to move his old boy <laughs> to gonna, left guard. He's gonna, not. He's not playing guard. If they're playing, if, if that's <laughs> the case, stupid. They put. You need to put Sue at, Sue at right tackle and left tackle. Yeah. You move Jonah Williams to right tackle, and you bring Riley Reef. Riley Reef over to left to left guard. Yeah, I agree. Protect, however you got, however you got to do it. No, uh, matter, no matter what, he's going to be playing left tackle. However you do it, penicillin playing left tackle. No. Penicillin. <laughs> And then, wow, that's cold. I'm not even going to say what the, well, I was about to say. I'm not gonna what? what? I'm not going to say what I was going to say. But Yo. he has the Falcons taking Trey Lance at six. I don't think. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I wasn't going to say. I got to keep, keep it clean. Here. Look, I don't think the Falcons uh, draft a quarterback this year. I don't think so. I don't. I think. I think they wait one more year. I, I think they're going to wait for um for some type of free agency. I still. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I already said I still think at some point that uh, Matt Ryan will be playing for the 49ers at some I point. Think, I think for the for the Falcons, for, for them to take a quarterback, that that uh, coaching staff has to be comfortable with that quarterback. Yeah, if I they agree. Go take, if they go take him that high, like. Because um, you pretty much have, you have a Hall of Fame quarterback. So, it's like, you know, you pretty much saying, like, all right, dude, you got like about two more years. But honestly, I think Atlanta about to go on a rebuild because I think they about to get rid of uh, Julio Jones. They gonna have to. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't. He never makes, did score makes, touchdowns. Makes too much money. <laughs> number seven, he has the Lions taking Jamar Chase. And number eight, he has the Panthers taking. Now with them drafting, trading for Sam Darnold, he has them taking Devontae Smith. Mm. That's has, not bad. He has my Broncos taking Micah Parsons, the first defensive player drafted at number nine. <clears throat> I can see that. I can honestly see it going that way too. And then he has the Patriots trading up to ten with the Cowboys and taking Justin Fields. I don't think they need to trade up to get him. By the way, my opinion, I don't think they need to trade up to get him. I think they can just wait. B. He has your Chargers go still going O lineman Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. Um, Nick, this might make you. This might you might be getting the best of both worlds with this pick. He has your Raiders taking Elijah Vera Tucker. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That's, that statement was insane. But Because uh, yeah, obviously you're a Raiders fan and you're a USC fan. Yeah, exactly. And now he has – He the, ain't no joke either. He's he very has, good. He has the Raiders taking Elijah, Elijah Vera Tucker at 17. Mm, I'm cool with I, that. I, I, that's crazy. I, wouldn't, I didn't think he'd be available that far in the draft. But Mel Kuyper must know something. Mark. I mean, if he is, hey. He has your Buffalo Bills taking your boy from Georgia. Yeah, I've been Aziz Aljulari, the 
edge rusher. We need that. Yeah. We need that. But you know something? No, He's I, really uh, – well, nothing. Don't even worry about it. Um, <laughs> I still rather get old boy from uh, Notre Dame, though, of the simple fact of uh, the Raiders got a whole bunch of defensive linemen this year. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. And, um... But don't get me wrong, he the uh, he's very good. But I think if we got him, um, got old boy at linebacker, I don't, I don't I don't feel like even trying to pronounce his name right now. I'll figure out his name. Yeah, from Notre Dame. All of was that Suwu. Suwu Just Jeremiah. Just call him Jeremiah. Yeah, he, he gonna be called JJ. <laughs> so yeah, cause yeah, that name is insane. But um, I think if we draft him, of the simple fact up, he's more so like a. Like a prototypical linebacker for today's game, you know he's fast. He's on like about what, like two twenty at, mm-hmm. at most, you know. So he could cover, and you know we gonna, we gonna need to you need to cover in the um, AFC uh, AFC West because it's a whole lot of uh, quarterbacks that's gonna be passing the ball. Yeah. Next, my driver has from from our boy Maurice Jones Drew. Shout out to Mojo. He still now his narc draft is crazy. He still he has Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson going one two. But he got Justin Fields going three to the 49ers. That would make more sense than uh, Mac Jones, but I still wouldn't do it. And obviously, y'all know Mojo stays in the Bay, mm. so he must know something. He has Kyle Pitts going to the Falcons. He has Panay Sewell going to Jackson, to Cincinnati. He has Jamar Chase going to the Dolphins. He has the Patriots trading up from with the Lions at seven to take Mac Jones. He has Carolina taking Rashawn Slater. He has the Washington football team trading up with my Broncos to take the ninth pick to draft Trey Lance. And then, <sighs> and then he has the Cowboys taking Patrick Sertain at number 10. He still he has these Chargers taking J.C. Horn, Joe Horn's son, the wait, cornerback wait. from South Carolina. Patrick Sertain, he playing he play corner, right? Yes. So, they just got a, the Cowboys got like about 15 corners up over there already? Well, their defense stinks. I mean, I don't. I don't think their defense stinks. I think their coordinator stinks. Well, now they got Dan Quinn, so hopefully that that makes it better. Some uh-huh. <laughs> dudes are better coordinators than our coaches. Just put it like that. He, he has the, the Raiders taking Jeremiah Owusu Kamaroa for okay. y'all, and I, and then he has my Broncos taking Jalen Mayfield from Michigan if we trade at number nineteen. Okay. And then Mark, he has Joe Bills taking Elijah Vera Tucker at thirty. He's on. on oh no, wow. we got no, we got a punter. He's probably a kicker. That's cool. So that's how that's our mock draft round roundup for today. Um, and now it's time for the segment where it's often imitated, it's never duplicated, and obviously, <sighs> so much going on in these streets. I'm, I'm looking at um, 
some comments in the comments. So Michael Kevin said Edelman will probably end up with Tampa. No, I think he's done. Edelman, yeah, he's done. He's not going to Tampa. And then we'll see. So I'm not. I'm not putting. I'm not putting past. I'm not putting it past him to go to Tampa. He oh, said. Yeah. Yes, my boy SoCal says, "Who's the nice can do from the Raiders number 80? You're talking about Darren Waller. He's yeah, probably top five tight end in the league. No, he's number three. Yeah. Well, there's only three really good ones. No, it's not. You got Mike Gilsecki. Oh, yeah. And he says the 49ers yeah. need to throw the kitchen sink to get Aaron Rodgers. Man, that ain't happening. I definitely traded. Oh, all right, let me stop. They traded all their picks to nah, Miami. I was about to say Bosa. Oh, well. Well, not, well, that's a that's a story for a whole different show. Y'all ready to call out some names, gentlemen? <sighs> that's a that's a real long long, long side, man. But let me go ahead because I got two people I didn't call out, and they're all in the same they're in the same region. So that's right, that's one people I'm calling out. Wait, that's you calling out them too? Yeah. What about you? Let me go first. Go yes, ahead. go ahead. Uh, did, did we play the music? Drop that beat, being ready. Um. I'm calling out Hubert Davis. Oh boy, for those our, our new head coach. Shout out to Roy Williams. Salute, <clears throat> great career. His his interview started off so promising. Yeah, it was good stuff. I, I, I had me had me ready to. I want to go. I want to go play too. Yeah, I'm trying to find find me some new Carolina Blue Kicks. Shout I wasn't out. Gonna do that, but I was going <laughs> to go up. play too, right? But oh, uh, really, really. So so that's what we're doing, B. <laughs> he got. It got it got to the point where he was saying, you know, he he's African American and he's proud of it. Mm-hmm. Proud to be the first uh, African American coach at North Carolina. Salute to that. Can we get a round of, a, a round of applause for that? Uh oh, the first African American coach. But they only have like uh, four. You're missing the point, Mark saying. But then he got to said, "I'm proud of my white wife." What's the point of him saying that? The, if if you really want women to know, because I think he was tap dancing for them white people. Oh, uh, why? Hubert! <laughs> I mean, this is my whole thing is, and, and I have no problem with his wife being white. That's fine with me. I have no problem with that. Me either. You could have just said I'm proud of my wife. Exactly. What do you have to say? That doesn't, I don't know. He could have just said I'm happy, me and my wife are happy to now be a part of the Carolina family. Don't forget she's white, y'all. Oh yeah! Don't forget, yeah, hey, 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 white white. People, hey, white people accept me because she's white. Yeah, I mean, come on, Hubert. Come on, man. I mean, you do a good job. They always go, you know, you 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 put on the show for them. They always accept you. You know how they do, man. I mean, I mean, you are talking about a dude named Hubert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, listen, man. I, I, I'm 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 saluting him for being the first African American coach at North Carolina. He he's was like, a, what a white wife. He was a great African American player at North Carolina. He was a great African American player for the New York Knicks. He was a great African. Wife. He was a great African American assistant coach. He was a great African American analyst. Yeah, and he has a great white wife. Yeah, who was probably with him the whole time he was in the NBA, working for ESPN, and as an assistant on Roy Williams' staff. Yeah, shout out to Becky. Yes, SoCal, we are bringing him up. We're not going to say his name yet, but we are bringing him up. He's bringing up, we are bringing um, up. We're bringing that up. But yeah, that, that's it for me. Like, like I don't want to go into to. My my true week. feelings to that because it's gonna turn into a real political show. Yeah. So, um, but I'm gonna just leave it on the surface of uh, it's, you don't have to tap dance for them people, man. You already got the job. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Go to the next person because this this is a topic that probably is gonna make Ben Ready very upset because he's been one of the people who's been very passionate on this subject. I know the other person, the other people you want to call out. I want to talk about that. Who? 
you, the, the Minnesota situation. Didn't you say you wanted to call out the owner? No. The Minnesota, the Timberwolves? No. The new owner? Well, uh, uh, Alex Rodriguez? So here's my situation. Here's my problem with it. I, I'm not, I was proud of Alex Rodriguez. Well, I'm proud of A-Rod because we got a minority owner. There's going to be a full owner. Right, right. But here's my thing with Glenn Taylor. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot oh. about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. So yeah. you pretty much knew you probably had A-Rod and this billionaire dude pretty much ready to buy the team. And you strung KG along like he had a real chance of, getting the, of buying the Timberwolves. That was, that was one last uh, F you to uh, Kevin Garnett. That's, That's all it was. That was my issue. I had no problem with A Rod getting the job, getting the ownership because I thought he should have bought the match. And, and I think Lynn Taylor should have let KG buy the Minnesota. Yeah, I think it would help the brand. He has more roots there. And I honestly think if um, if I was A Rod and the um the other, and the other guy, whoever, what's the uh, other guy's name? Uh, is Mark Delore? Mark Delore thinks yeah. Delo- uh, Delorean. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, what A Rod and Delorean should do is go back to the future. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, shout out, to, shout out to that movie. Yeah. But um, what they should do is they, they, they should go ahead. And honestly, figure out a way to mend this relationship with the uh, with the Wolves and KG. I think that I think A Rod's gonna do and, that. And the Saunders. That should be, that should be uh, main. Yeah, and the Saunders. And, yeah. and the Saunders family. That w- that should be the main priority if I was him. If yeah, if, if I was A Rod, I would do that. The first call I would make is KG, uh, and then like you said, to the Saunders family. I think I make the Saunders family uh, call first. Me personally, I get it. Be only because like. They like they've been connected even um, even after KG was already gone. Like they still stayed around there, and they did they did him foul. That was, I call, didn't like that. They need to call Ryan Saunders and Flip Saunders' widow and apologize for the way for what happened. That was foul. Yeah. And you had a coach basically in the and, and I'm talking to you, Gerson Rose says the GM. Mend them fences. That's Timberwolf royalty. Yeah. All right. All right. So me and Nick got the same. Two same people, but I'm gonna go ahead and go another step first. I need to call on my new G- my GM of the Broncos, George Payton, before we get into this other topic. So it, it finally came, it came out that what we offered Detroit for Matthew Stafford, we offered our, the first round pick number nine, uh-huh. but we asked them could we get their second round pick back in return, and that was it. So we wanted Matthew Stafford, a second rounder, for the number nine pick. That's stupid. You're not making nobody gonna make that trade. That's why Detroit hung up. Yeah. So Detroit basically called Lesney and said, How many what do you want for what do y'all want from Matthew Stafford? Lesney called and said, give us three ones. You can offer at least two. Mr. Payton. Rookie mistake, bro. Mm. Off offer two and Von Miller. But least one anyways. Mm-hmm. So now let's get to the story. Me and Nick basically got the same person. I want to be involved in that too, but y'all go ahead. Come on, you're involved in nah. this. You don't be involved in it. Everybody's involved in this. Kevin Durant, Shannon Sharp. Yeah. So I'm gonna start first with Shannon, because I'm sided with Shannon. You, 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 the, you, the OG, 50 year old man. You didn't have to respond to that to this kid. And I'm not. I, I'm, I know Kevin Durant's pretty much a few years younger than us, but still, he's a kid to you. I didn't. You didn't have to block him, but let him. You should just let him basically. No disrespect. Hang himself on Twitter. Cause let him figure out he gonna keep tweeting at you, and then you just gonna basically bring it up on Undisputed in the morning. Now what? let's get to Kevin Durant. What, what's your name, Mark? Shannon Sharp or OG? He did the right thing. He did the right he, thing. He, he protected KD from himself. Yeah, for real. Cause it was gonna make you, it worse. Yeah, you the OG, and, and then because okay. I don't think Shannon Sharp really have a problem with Kevin Durant. He doesn't. So I'm not. I'm a. I'm gonna help you out because I know you'll keep going. 
Yeah. And and I know me not responding to you is gonna make you even more mad like a woman. And so um I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a just block it. So you can't do it. I'm, I'm 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 protecting you from you. Not even just that. It's like what you said uh earlier. As many times as he, as uh, Kevin Durant hopped up on uh, Shannon's comments, uh, comment yeah. board, and just yeah. say a little slick talk or whatever, uh-huh. he, he does it all the time on Twitter and on Instagram. Yep, yep. he now, does it all the time. Now let's get to KD because this is the second straight week we're talking about you with a beat in a, with a beat for somebody in the media, quote unquote. My brother, stop it. We and Mark said it. You're not gonna stop being thin skinned and sensitive. I'm and I and I wish you would. But you're not. I'm just realizing you're going to be this guy who's going to argue with eggs on Twitter. 12-year-old dudes in their mama's basement who say Kevin Durant sucks, so I got to go back at them. But this time, just don't use a burner. Just don't use a burner account. At KD. At KD Trey Fox. Mm-hmm. Nick. Um, here's, here's the whole thing I don't get about this, is that Shout out to Dolly. He watching too. Oh yeah! Shout, shout out, out to Dolly. Shout out to Dolly. He must be done with his ten day contract. Right, Minnesota, but, play, but, Minnesota played earlier, so yeah, he's, he's oh, yeah, available. Yeah, yeah. So my whole thing with this is that okay, I have no problem with the back and forth or whatever that happens all the time. Like mm-hmm. you said, at this point, we know what Kevin Durant's gonna do. My whole thing is this: you like like what you said earlier. You didn't. You didn't come at um at Shannon Sharp the same way you came at uh at Rappaport. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you if you gonna have an issue with somebody, you know, go 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 um go zero to the hundred on everybody. Don't just go zero to hundred on the people that you that you know for a fact not gonna not gonna be able to defend themselves the way they, um the way up the par that you gonna um do to them. Mm-hmm. Just like that. He knows <clears throat> that if he if he gets to that point with Shannon, Shannon Shannon gonna throw gonna ready to throw some hands. Mm-hmm. And you know, compared to Michael Rapport, Michael Rapport man, he may not be that type of dude. Right. Well, obviously he's not. We saw what he did. Right. So, you know, you gotta you gotta keep that same energy with everybody, Kevin Durant. If you wanna if you wanna go up over here and do all this extra stuff, that's all right, it's cool. But you have to realize that in this day and age, everything is on so every social media, every, everybody has an opinion on every single thing. No matter look, no matter how great you um you are, there's always gonna be somebody downplaying your greatness. And my whole thing is this. The perfect example of anybody um, dealing with this is LeBron James. LeBron gets ridiculed on every single thing he does. LeBron can win a game and hit a game winner, and they'll still figure out a way to be like, oh, well, um, this and that. This only happened because he did this. And, you know, it's always something. They always bring up the whole, oh, he um, he's he's four and whatever up in the, um, the finals. In the finals or whatever. Like, okay, that, that doesn't matter about anything. <clears throat> who, who cares? Le- LeBron's like, all right, I'm going to be me. No matter what happens, people gonna keep talking they mess. Oh well, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna keep on balling. Mm-hmm. And, and at the end of the day, haters are fans too. Yep, yep. Because the they, the they they gotta watch it to find something to hate on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They not they can't just hate on something for no apparent reason. They got that you have to actually see what you're hating on. Well, well, the smart haters, the dumb haters sometimes just hate for no reason. That's got those, those aren't haters; those are followers. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's, I hear a, you. there's a there's a big difference. I hear you. Those, those are what you call sheep. And last day. I'm sorry. I don't want to see two black men going at each other on Twitter. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Simple and fault. Like, and the simple fact that that that, Kate, that Shannon, like you said, he blocked him. He basically saying, "Look, I'm gonna call you." Yeah. Don't 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 don't. don't. I, my my issue with Kevin Durant, like, is with Nick. Like what Nick said is, you don't have to do that with everybody. And if you do have a problem with somebody said, I can call you. Right. 
I can I can I can call you and say, yo, I don't, I don't like how you said that. That wasn't right. And I think Shannon Sharp is the type of person that if, if that would have happened and Shannon Sharp knew he was wrong, he would have came on the, on the next on the next episode and apologized for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna see the guys because they they're gonna bring this up tomorrow. So yeah, yeah. I'll be bringing it up. And ladies and gentlemen, let's call our names. We're gonna get on out of here, but we gotta pay respect to a famous a day that happened. Get that video I sent to you, been ready. Five years ago today, <coughs> something magical happened. Huh? Text. The Five years ago, something happened. Social is a double-edged sword. Shout out to Stokow. That's right. And involved the great Kobe being Bryant. Yeah, I sent it to you. I sent it to your pocket, to the power phone. But should be the last thing I text you. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going <coughs> to. All right. But we gonna talk, but I wanna bring this up. But go ahead. Um, yeah, just to finish up, while you look for that, on the, oh, you got it. Yeah, just, right. just go ahead. Go ahead, get beat some time. Um, yeah, I think uh, I, I want to see tomorrow what happens on the uh, with Shannon. Oh yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be very interesting. You know, and um, I'm pretty sure he's gonna have a very uh. He's gonna have a very good um, reasoning as to why everything is going on. So we'll see. So right. five five years ago today, Staples Center, the mom it was Mamba out, but Kobe went out in a way that no one ever saw, ever expected. And the sound of John Ireland and Michael Thompson describes it best on seven ten ESPN. Drop that, Ben. Ready. Kobe dribbles right down the middle, all the way. Powers up fifty. Kobe has fifty one points. As he lays it up and in. Are you kidding me? Until the last cop like, possession. There he is. Kobe down the middle. Pulls up. 15-footer. Good. Yeah, 53 for Kobe. 105. Three-pointer by Bryant. Good! Timeout, Utah. Kobe has 56 points. And it's 96-95 Jazz. Exactly one minute remaining in the game. They're going to look at Kobe's last three to see if he was behind the line. And everybody, including Jack Nicholson, is jumping up and down. You ever see anything like this? Kobe has the ball. Lakers trail by one. Kobe dribbling left around a pick from Randall. Pulls up. Two-pointer. Good! 58 for Bryant. The Lakers lead by one. Listen to this building. 97-96 Lakers. First free throw by Kobe. Good. 59 points. I don't think Utah's going to call a timeout. So after this free throw, they're going to try and play it out. Kobe's second free throw. Good. He has 60. Kobe Bryant. That's like Night at the Roxbury music. 60 points. I remember I was at LA Live. I went to an ESPN watch party. Shout out to Kelvin and Travis. Trying to win tickets to get into the game that night. And it was so packed. Me and Sophie's mom went. It was 
We see Stephen A. on a on a tower right in front of Staples Center. You got Genie Bus on air with Max and Marcellus. It was so many people there, and then you look on the TV. It's Hove leaving the on the on the run tour just to come to this game. Kanye was there. Snoop, Jack, Shaq, um, Lamar, Fish, or all of the former Lakers that played with Kobe. It was just I had, and that night just started off so like, oh boy. So it started off with Kobe basically going 0 for 7, and then that happened. What do y'all remember about that night, man? Um, I remember uh, Utah was actually uh, going into that game trying to see if that was going to make the last and final uh, That's right. uh, playoff spot. And then um, I was more excited to see what Kobe was going to do for his last show because I know Kobe. Kobe was go. You know Kobe was going to put on the show. Right. Um, <clears throat> I was just excited to see what Kobe was going to do, and uh, and it ended up being uh sixty. No matter what, it ended up being sixty. That was that was a, a great last uh showing. I'm I'm just surprised his arm That's was crazy. able to get up that much shots. That's crazy. Yeah, That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> fifty. He had fifty fifty shots. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh. I was supposed to work that day. I actually worked at LA Live, and um, I was supposed to work that day, but um, I forgot what had happened. I ended up not being able to go. But um, I remember watching the um, towards the end of the game because um, I was I actually fell asleep early, and I woke wow. up, and it was like the uh, it was the fourth quarter of the game. So I started watching the game from there, and I'm and I'm seeing it. And I'm like, like Kobe got how many points? I'm like, oh, that's crazy. You know, you know, during that time I wasn't the. Um, I never am the biggest Laker fan, but you know during that time for sure wasn't supporting the Lakers at all. Right. But I, you know, I watched the game because you know I know I know it's his last game. Stunk. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. It was it was terrible during that time. But um, I had to, you know, I had to, you know, I had to see this. This is a legendary game. You know, I know it's gonna be his last game, and you know he's one of the legends that I grew up watching. So he's like, all right, I'm gonna watch the last game and watch watch them score sixty was dope. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I already knew because I talked to somebody earlier that day and I was all like. This is Kobe's last game. They're gonna make him score. He's gonna score as many points as he wants to. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it, you were right. The uh Utah, Utah was uh fighting for that last uh playoff spot. But um I think by halftime, they had already figured out they weren't gonna get it because the Rockets had won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at that point, it pretty much turned to the Kobe show. Yeah. yeah he went crazy. Kobe yeah, went crazy. Yeah, he went crazy. Don't get me wrong. You know, people say, oh, he shot he shot the ball 50 times. Well, yeah. I mean, he 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 pretty much built up Staples Center. Well, so he 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 if he would have shot a hundred times it wouldn't have mattered. It's crazy. He was, he was gonna score no matter what it was. I knew it was, it was just Kobe's night to do whatever he wanted to. It's funny you bring that up because there was actually people who were critical of that game, like Jason Whitlock next, and but Michelle Beadle too. She was like they thought it was selfish for him to shoot that many times. I was like, oh, no, wasn't? Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> this is last game. What are he gonna do? He's not playing basketball tomorrow. He's going. Yeah. He's going to be. He's going to be start Kobe Inc. and mm-hmm. go and be a, a family man, which we we saw what he was. Toward the end of his life, and obviously he's crazy that this has been five years since that game. He's going in the Hall of Fame next month. Obviously, sad he's not going to be here to tell the stories. We got robbed of a great experience. Got robbed of a great speech. <coughs> yeah. Um, before, before my bad, John. Before we get off that that topic of that game, Julius Randle told a story. Yeah, and he said. Uh, Kobe was taken out and gave him the ball. Kobe said, give me the ball back or you get booed for the rest of your time here at the Staples Center. Yeah, for real. <laughs> he said, I'm going to shoot it no matter what. <laughs> so, so, <coughs> true. It was like, because he was like, man, why you keep out? Like, 
K Cap, they were just like, just give give Mama the ball. Yeah, give him the ball. Give Mama the ball. Get yeah, out the way. Much. That's yeah. all you had to do. And you can tell he still has such that influence on those young players, even though they, it wasn't easy to, to, to you know, be his teammate. They, he they listened to some because obviously you seeing is now paying off with Julius Randle now. Mm-hmm. So shout out, but yeah, I had to remember that sixty and that Tom's Urban was basically as loud as Staples Center. And I, I worked at um at the Pete's place that was next door. Wow. Yeah. So it it was. I remember um my boy he had posted um a video on his Snapchat of how it was up inside that um that pizza place. What happened was they had closed at like like they stopped serving actual food at seven o'clock because nobody was ordering food. There was people all up in there, and there was just a bunch of beer spilt on the floor because every time Kobe – literally, they said every time Kobe scored, there was beer just fly in the air. Mm. Wow. So, we just had to celebrate that. So, shout out to Kobe. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the show. We're going to head on out. We'll be back next week talking more mock drafts. We'll talk more. We got to do the uh, NBA, all-NBA. All next we'll, week, we're going to get yeah. our all-NBA teams. And I'm wearing my – I'm bringing my Braves hat. And Mark's bringing his Braves hat. And we're going to also talk some NBA MVP talk and John, as well. And John will get a new Dodger hat. I'll probably, hopefully, no, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. He for sure got that one from the 81 championship. That, that, might, be, that might, might be Mike Piazza hat. And as we're leading. That's Daryl Strawberry. Wow. Don't, don't do that. Not Daryl. Daryl! And as we're leaving out this work. <laughs> hey, at least Daryl. Leave Daryl alone. Shout out to him. Shout out to Eric Davis, man. But Fremont. As we leave out here, we leave you with the sounds of Earl Simmons. Rest in peace to the dog. See y'all next week. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Sports for You, Townhouse Media. Subscribe to Townhouse Media on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Sports for You Podcast, Townhouse Media Now. Make sure you download Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Google, Amazon, Stitcher, Verbal, all that. And make sure you continue following us. And we'll be back next week. I'm John. That's Mark. That's Nick Freeze. It's been ready on the board. And that's the sounds of Earl Simmons. Rest in peace to the dog. We'll see y'all next week. Darkman X. Darkman X. No rules tomorrow night. Peace. Some read self-help books. Others use meditation. At New Balance, it's believed that peace can be found with a run. You're never truly prepared for adversity, but certain things serve as a guide for moving forward. Whether sprinting or running marathons, the physical and mental requirements become ingrained. Visualizing an outcome, synchronizing breath and body, pushing past pain and fatigue. Those hard-learned lessons serve as a blueprint for overcoming obstacles and achieving balance in life. Go beyond the run at newbalance.com. In 2020, we all miss seeing friends and loved ones. With the U.S. Bank Altitude Connect Visa Signature Card, it's easy to reconnect again. Earn five times points on prepaid hotels and car rentals booked directly in the Altitude Rewards Center. Earn four times points on travel and at gas stations. Two times points on groceries, dining, and streaming services. Plus, get 50,000 bonus points when you spend $3,000 within the first 120 days. That's a $500 value. Learn more at usbank.com slash Altitude Connect. The U.S. Bank Altitude Connect Visa Signature Card is issued by U.S. Bank National Association, N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC.